That's a phony tree? Yeah. It looks good, though. It he look, still likes to eat it. Looks like a pine tree. <laughs> it does. Yeah, all the small ones are... Unless you get one of those so stiff ones. Right. That are real tight and tall. Well, those look like penises. <laughs> like a big old wiener's just hanging out. The bulbs come with the tree? No, no, no. Those are the bulbs from my bigger tree. Nice. So I didn't. I could get smaller bulbs, but I like the big bulbs because mm. they look... They're tacky. Yeah. And I have two other, I can wrap two more around that if I want and really go nuts. Yeah, you should. But it's hard because the problem here, if you want to sync up everyone, I'm talking about my tiny Christmas tree this year, is that the cable is so big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to push it back to hide mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but because it's not a full tree and it's more of a Charlie Brown tree, Brown, Charlie Brown tree right? It uh, you can't really push the cables back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried, buddy. I tried. So I kind of like how weird it looks. And I also like this one cluster of three lights in the back <laughs> that I tried to spread out. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I tried to get one up because there's a gap, but I just couldn't do it. What so. was the... Did you have any weird uh, or like unorthodox Christmas decorations when you were a kid that you remember that you don't see like anymore? Like, is there anything, is there anything, uh, like for instance, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Okay. My grandparents would always get a flocked tree. Okay. For all you young people out there, what that is, is phony snow right. that, that folks would sprinkle on their trees to make it look like it had just been snowed upon. Right. And you, you had come across it in the forest and somehow this snow had refused to melt. I think that's back. Flock trees or are back? Like, not like 30, 40-something-year-olds, but like 50, 60-year-old people. The flocking is... I don't think it ever went away. It never went away. It's I just if you hit a certain... continues to flock. You get a certain age, you have a flock tree. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wasn't what I was referring to, though. Because I assumed that somewhere some, some folks had a flocked Christmas tree still. I, like That wasn't a... That, that, that had not gone extinct the way right. of the brontosaur, Right. Or stegosaur. Or really any of the sores. <laughs> any of the sores. But what my grandparents had was not just a flocked Christmas tree, but they had a, a uh, what looked to be like the surface of a, of, a, of, a, of a Simon keep yourself busy game, you know, where you press the cu- different yeah. colors. So yeah. kids, back in the day, there was a game called Simon and it would flash colors it would flock. and make sounds, and you had to repeat the pattern that it gave you, and you could just do that. That's all you had to do, so you did it for hours. Simon's still around. That game still exists, and it's for, still for sale in stores. Really? Yes. It's, it has not gone the way of the no. various source? Pattern games are... You know, are they back? They never probably went not. Away. Probably pattern with games, just like 50, 60-year-olds. I though. feel like pattern games just never really went away. Everyone loves a pattern, following a pattern. I watched the newest Fantastic Four movie last night, Super High. Did you? The one Joshua Trank one? Yeah. It wasn't as bad as everyone said it was, one. It just really didn't have a story. It just yeah. kind of meandered for an hour and 40 minutes. Okay, well, that never hurt anybody. But Sue Storm's character, mm-hmm. she she could notice patterns, which I don't think is a comic book trait. But So that came into play in the, in the, in the penultimate when they had to find, when they had to find Reed Richards because he went on the lamb. Yeah, well, also, that's not just a, that's not even a human superpower. That's like, it's like certain, like, mice can do that. She knew patterns before she got her invisible woman powers because they established it early in the movie, and I was 
was like, this is going to come back up. <laughs> this movie sucks. Like mice run in experiments, run over to the thing and press the right thing. The right, they pat, recognize the pattern so they can get the sugar water. Yeah. One thing I'll say about it's this not movie, a superpower. I know this is a this is a special episode, and we shouldn't be talking about Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> the Joshua Trigger again, that, that never stopped us before. Go ahead. Tanked. Very cool body horror stuff, though. They leaned into that, like because it is you know the thing is a giant rock monster. You know Johnny Storm catches fire, and Reed Richards stretches really far. It's it's they lots of body horror in this version. Wow, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. That sounds really inappropriate for uh. the type of movie that it is. But anyway, the point the point is uh, that that <laughs> it, it, it was a uh, four quadrant. Is there a like, post credit scene? Of course, there's not. <laughs> Why would there be? <laughs> this shit got canceled. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It was a four-quadrant four circular disc. It had primary colors. It was like red. <laughs> you talking about Simon again? I thought we already established it's around. Listen. No, the, the disc <laughs> was reminiscent of Simon, all right? It would okay. rotate. Right. And there was a light bulb behind it that would shine through the rotating disc upon the white surface of the flocked tree and create the illusion that it was turning a shade of blue Twinkling or, and green. Yeah. It was like a soft yellow. My mom does that on her tree. Still red. Too. She's like, Bo, look at these features last year. She's like, this one I can turn, it changes colors every so often. Blue, green. But it's just this weird. It was a disc that so sat next to the tree. It wasn't lights no, my mom on the has tree. The newer technology, which know. is lights on the tree, yeah. that change colors. Timers. Yeah. That is not this. That, my grandparents did not have lights on their tree. They had like so they had like a, a woven mechanism. woven ornaments, and then a, and then a project a color projector next to the tree that cast color upon the tree what as year a was whole. This? The mid nineties. I feel like it's a very hot bulb too. That's <laughs> it's so hot, it's like constantly on the verge of creating a fire. It's on the carpet under the tree, <laughs> under the very dry yeah. tree yeah, on it's the carpet. Fine. One of those two pronged, beautiful though. One of those two pronged plugs, but boy, was it be- blue. Was it orange, red? If you want to sync up? If you can Green. see us in the room, we're just doing a little. We're circle doing circles with our hands. With our hands. But, oh, red, blue, the color of fire. So that's <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Stuff like that. You know, I'm, I don't ever imagine I'll ever see anything like that again. Luther was just disciplined in front of me, and I got hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're talking, he's not going to shake it, but we're talking. You can hear the shake. Yeah. Yeah, a little, get a little, the, the weakest, the weakest drizzle, because I don't want to hit the TV and the stuff over there. Anyway. Like uh, Wyatt Earp. We were talking about Christmas tree. This Christmas, my Christmas tree here for like a, a sort of like a reason. Why? Why? Because it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's that episode that everyone looks forward to all year round, and it's finally here, folks. It's time to open up your present that we have nestled securely and with the most care possible under the tree, much like a Turbo Man doll. The glass Turbo Man doll. This is my ball. <laughs> Was that uh, 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 Sinbad? Was the was Sinbad the, uh, was the? I gotta tell. I'm about ready to explode over here because Luther is just getting disciplined over and over and over again. Thing is, I hope I don't ruin your couch. No, the thing is, he 
I put on his monthly flea meds a few nights ago, right? Right. And it takes a while to, you know, get out of his hair. Because it goes into his skin, but it kind of, you know, when you get your scalp wet, of course, eventually the ends of your hair will be wet. You know how when your tree catches fire? (laughs) (laughs) Which of the house we've on? on fire too but so so it makes the back of his neck big mm. <laughs> what am i from new zealand the big of his neck uh kind of the the goo on it so it's i don't like petting him right now i don't like petting him period well, so he's not soft right now well he is soft but just not where i want to pet him on the neck area so, right so he's that's why he's not allowed that him. had nothing to do with that had nothing to do with the discipline well because i don't want to pet him he leapt upon the couch which was a violation <laughs> no it was a violation of the sacred bond between a person and animal. It definitely and he wasn't. was disciplined. It definitely wasn't. Immediately disciplined. It definitely wasn't. You saw him just come back around. That's fine. Anyway, it's not what we're here to talk about. It's Missile Swole. It's Missile Swole. We're here. You heard the song. I think there's one at the beginning. We've got a tiny set of reindeer antlers that we're going to put on Luther. we got normal deer antlers with festive adornment. Bulbs. Sort of uh, red and green mm-hmm. uh, plastic testicles. Yep. And the, the ribbon that used to be on the right is now underneath the small, sad tree. Um, and I have something for you here. You have something for me? Yeah. Before we get going, should we tell everyone who I am, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm Mike, and I'm about to get a, a present from Missile Swole, I think. And I'm Bo, and I'm about to provide a present. A couple presents. Ooh, very cool. And that means that it's the very special episode of our show that's been running for, well, you guys know, like at least like seven or eight years now. Tope Suicida! It's what wrestling can be in the snow, baby. So what did you do while I was gone for 20 minutes? I uh, surfed the web. Yeah? Yeah. So look, I was I looked at um, cars for sale, even the cars that I'm not going to buy for sale. I would, because um, I, I was going to send you Marco when you sent, <laughs> sent me the first truck thing. What about like a tiny little Honda? Mike's car had a f- truck at a fun, a fun little non-start, but then started earlier. It today. started, yeah. It was. You looked it, at me weird, and I just said Honda. It was like, cool. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't mind the idea of having a little like run around. You know, yeah. Uh, it just got, it's got to be the right. Because here's the thing, I can't drive anything that isn't cool. I, other people look for different things, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they look for safety, fuel economy, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And for me, at the top of the list is cool. <laughs> is it cool? See, that's what I thought. Uh, that's that's the metric I went with when I got the leave. That is not true. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. You had other things at the top of your list, I and that's to, fine. I went to CarMax, and I said, I want a car that looks like... A drop of water <laughs> dripping out of a frozen faucet, like in the, the middle saddest, of winter, the saddest drop. And you can't heat up the water because as soon as you do, the battery drops. Right <laughs> on the fucking electric car. All right, we got to get into missile swell because I, I just got that was a weird twenty minutes. So I gotta change my, <laughs> I gotta change my brain. Well, you were I'm about a, to show me something. You're about to give me a present. I'm I think. in a weird headspace. Yeah. Last week, AI disrupted the world right then an ai and artificial intelligence disruption mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i uh, tried to get on and talk and they said you can't they said hey there's too many people trying yeah to they said thing. hey there's people talking and i'm like don't you know who i am <laughs> you know i'm mike whitman i'm the mike whitman do you not <laughs> do you not understand that i'm the one that can teach the machine to love and they still didn't let you in ah, no well, i try i sent an email i have an account and i i asked it a prompt okay it's kind of a flex found accounts since day one well, no, I was like five days after it launched. Okay. I said, hey. Some of us have jobs. I was, it was, I, I set up the account 
during work hours. That's what I mean. <laughs> and I said, hey, hey, Chad GPT. Yeah. Can you write me a short story, a short Christmas story about a couple of wrestlers? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Certain wrestlers. I gave names, but you'll see in the poem. Right. Well, one's a wrestler. And I said, sure. So here's the short story is my gift to you. Cool. Then I have a, a poem. I asked for a poem about a wrestler. Yeah, a poem. That's okay. The second cool. part of the gift. Mm-hmm. Short story. Once upon a time in the 1980s, Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth were the hottest wrestling duo in the WWF. They were known for their outrageous outfits and over-the-top personalities, but behind the scenes, they were madly in love. Yeah. It was a week before Christmas, and Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth were gearing up for their annual wrestling match on Christmas Day. They had been practicing their moves for weeks and were excited to show off their skills to the world. But just as they were about to head to the ring, they received a call from Santa Claus himself. Santa needed their help. As his sleigh had broken down and he needed to deliver all the presents in time for Christmas morning. Oh, no. That's, I feel like this happens to Santa a lot in like a lot of short stories. A lot of different stuff. Like, yeah, Ernest has to bail him out. You know, lot, Hulk Hogan has to bail him out. Tim Allen shoots him with a shotgun. Shoot, you know, Bill Goldberg has to fill in. There's a lot of different <laughs> ways where Santa's really not doing his job. Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth didn't hesitate for a second. They quickly jumped on their Harley Davidson motorcycles yeah. <laughs> and rode off to the North Pole to help Santa. Oh wow! I thought you'd like that. That's a detail. long. That's a long, cold ride. Yeah, yeah. They gotta hit the it's brisk. Inflate the wheels afloat. Brisk. <laughs> Is there a land bridge? Get, get above. Can... Get above the thirty ninth parallel, and you start having a Dumb and Dumber situation. When they arrived, they found Santa in a pickle. His sleigh was indeed broken, and there was no way he could deliver all the presents on time. But Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth were not deterred. They used their wrestling skills to quickly fix the sleigh and load it up with all the presents. Now, Wait, keep that sentence in mind. They used their wrestling skills to fix the sleigh? I will address that in a bit. Also, what the fuck, Santa? You can't pick up a wrench, this piece of shit over here he's, sitting on his fat ass? You know, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece, he's of, a piece shit. of shit. With the help of Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, Santa was able to deliver all the presents on time and save Christmas. The whole world celebrated <laughs> Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth rode off into the sunset, happy to have made a difference. And Mike, they lived happily ever after, uh. traveling the world and spreading holiday cheer wherever they went. Wow. The end. And we know that's true, because Macho Man would do that in his later years. He would just spread Christmas he cheer. He would. He was a big cheer spreader in his later years. Lots of making children happy around the holidays. That's what they call like a, that's what they nicely call someone that like, Sleeps around and like has crabs. <laughs> He's a cheer spreader. He's a really <laughs> He's a real cheer Everyone's spreader. Everyone's got crabs in the neighborhood. Uh, I don't know. Everybody smells like eggnog and they got Steven's crabs. a real cheer spreader. Yeah. <laughs> Always scratching his crotch, but he's a real cheer spreader. <laughs> Happy Missile Soul, everyone. Happy Missile Soul. All right, soul. so that sense, before we get to your poem, they used their wrestling skills to quickly fix the sleigh and load it up with all the presents. I said to ChatGPT after the story, I said, what wrestling moves exactly would they use to fix a sleigh? And it spit me out five different types of things. <laughs> so, so I asked it, how can wrestling moves fix a sleigh? Number one, Macho Man. So it's still said in context of the story it wrote. <laughs> Macho Man could use his signature move, the flying elbow drop, to hammer a loose bolt back into place on the sleigh's frame. Two. Miss Elizabeth could use her agility and quick thinking to tie a makeshift rope out of her scarf and use it to secure a loose piece of wood on the sleigh. Three. Together, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth could use their combined strength to lift and reposition the sleigh's runners, making it easier for Santa to steer. Four. 
Macho Man could use his famous Macho Man elbow grease to grease up the sleigh's runners, <laughs> making it glide smoothly across the snow. And five, Miss Elizabeth could use her quick reflexes to dodge flying reindeer hooves and tangle up. Uh, and tangle up the reins, helping Santa regain control of the sleigh. Or untangle is what that meant. They kept, they, the AI kept going back to thinking Miss Elizabeth just like dodges things a lot. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what, what like historical wrestling input was given to it that determines that Miss Elizabeth needs to dodge. Well, I don't know. Cause the only, great agility. the only time I ever remember Miss Elizabeth needing to dodge something, it was Randy getting thrown out of the ring and, and landing with all 240 pounds of his mass directly on top of her, which started the, the mega powers exploding because Hogan scooped her up and took her to the back and made sure that she was okay, brother. Yeah, he didn't and the, like the that doctor and, and Savage, what well, you got up and was like, what's going on? You got lust in your eyes. <laughs> Such a good line. You got lust in your eyes. Yeah. So from a rating of one to five, and we know, I know you don't typically rate gifts, but how would you say the chat, the, the AI created gift that I given you, what, how would you rate that? Five. Yeah. It was a per, it was a perfect answer. Pretty good. It was in a, it was a tremendous answer. Same rating for this year. I didn't even know about Macho Man's proprietary elbow grease. I didn't either. Now we do. Now we know. And the Harleys they drive around. Right around <laughs> them. Uh, this is called the Brett poem. Oh, okay. I said, hey, yeah. Chad GPT, write yeah. me a Christmas poem about Brett the Hitman Hart. Great. And it said, Brett the Hitman Hart was a wrestler, a true Canadian legend. With his signature pink and black, he was a sight to behold. <laughs> yeah. On a cold Christmas Eve, Bret Hart went out to play. He wrestled with the snow and made a snowman all day. <laughs> Admittedly, that's a bad prose, I think, that little section there. He, he really made a snowman all day. I mean, it was, apparently it was a hell of a snowman. With a carrot for a nose and coal for eyes and mouth, the snowman looked just like Bret with leather jacket and shades. So Bret put a <laughs> coat, put a, put a leather jacket on it. Of course. And his, I'm assuming, signature, like, wide 90s yeah. skiing sunglasses which we're gonna get some of those i found the company that makes them oh great joey janela wears them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah as the night grew colder brett and his snowmen took a break they sipped on some hot cocoa and watched the stars awake so this posits that the snowman was sentient or that maybe it's just brett's imagination and animate yeah it could be, it could be that brett just... maybe once he put the glasses on him he became like <laughs> <laughs> and as the morning light began to fill the sky, mm. Bret Hart and his snowman went off to wrestle one last time. So this makes it feel like Bret and his snowman took a break. They've been wrestling all day. It seems like also also it seems like Bret was just obsessed with wrestling that day and he didn't have anyone to wrestle. So he wrestled the snow yeah. into a snowman and then it came alive. Mm -hmm. So that he could continue wrestling a more like realistic opponent. And then when the sun went down, he's asked Stu if he could turn the air conditioning super cold in the basement as to not melt his friend. Yeah. Stu, he grumbled something incoherent. <laughs> he gr grumbled something and then left the room. And then uh, you heard a horrible scream <laughs> coming from <laughs> a, a, a giant muscle bound man who happened to be staying at the house. With a smile on his face and a heart full of cheer, mm -hmm. Bret Hart wished everyone a very Merry Christmas, my dear. Not a great ending. 
Because <laughs> he was he wished everyone, and then specifically his deer, his deer, which we all know is could have been anyone. Brett's wife's. Deer. Well, Julie, but also Brett had a lot of deers um, based on uh, his book. Yeah, from what yeah. I can tell, there were. Th- Thousands of thousands, of thousands, deers. And thousands of deers all over the world. Little scoundrel. Yeah, and those are my two gifts for you. The 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 greatest missile swole yet. You know, I Wonderful. every year I try to get you something that you'll cherish, and I think this year the poems brought to you by OpenAI really. It's a perfect gift. Perfect. And Topical, heartfelt, yeah. sincere, yeah, festive. Couldn't ask for anything more. Thank you. Shouldn't ask for anything more. No. Frankly, that's rude. No. That's rude. I got rude. you this. I don't want it. You gave me a story about Bret Hart and a sentient snowman pal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Well. So anyway, let, for me we'll or? just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I, um, so the thing is. Did you leave it that? You love that. I, you know how I forgot my microphone today and we had oh, to use the sub? Same bag, huh? Yeah, but Shit. your present is so good, though. It's in that bag, though, huh? It's in the bag. The mic. Shoot, maybe next week I'll see it? Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. Well, I'll check in next week uh, to see if, if my Missile Swole gift arrives. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll check in. Well, everyone knows that Missile Swole is there's a beautiful crackling fire in the background. <laughs> I forgot about till now. <laughs> no, it's I've been I've been listening to it. I've been, I've been staying staying warm, yeah. warm, warm well, and was cozy. Gone for Twenty, you were just roasting. <laughs> I was <just laughs> roasting. I had to take off. I had to take off my coat and everything. It's nice oh. and warm in here. <laughs> so, with that said, yeah, I have a question for you. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, who is your favorite wrestler on this beautiful Missile Swole 2022 Christmas Spectacular? Well, I think you can guess who my favorite wrestler is this week because he had the 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 best wrestling thing that I've seen in a minute, and his name is Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. Huh? Nick Jackson, who yeah. injured his ankle in match four of the seven-match series with the death triangle and then lost the match <laughs> after having his ankle destroyed yeah. by the ring bell hammer. Uh, it was just such a good story. Yeah, it was really good. It was so good. And then the hammer set up that these last three matches, if it goes three more are going to be increasingly more violent and with, you know, more with stakes and rules being escalated. What's the 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 sixth match? I know we got the no DQ ladders the end. What's yeah. the one in between them? No DQ something and then ladder match. It might That's be false. Might be false. Might, I, I know, but it might, <laughs> okay. it might be false count anywhere or something. Okay, I'm not sure. I guess no DQ just has to still happen in the ring, but you can fight outside the ring. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for those. That's a good pick because that I was over the moon with that match. What a like! It was so good. They're starting Dynamite and Rampage hot these days. They're, they're starting to Rampage with Moxley the last two weeks because the ratings are in the shitter and they want to yeah. get that show. Well, runner up would for the my favorite wrestler this week would be uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. Which again, I I gotta go back and rewatch that because I it was, it was so good. His Sammy match was good too. So if Sammy match is good, I should probably pay attention to the Takeshita match. <laughs> that dude's a fucking stud. <laughs> I'm glad he's actually he's actually signed. He is a he lives yes. here in America too now. 
Love it. I think he's I think he's moved into Detroit. Maybe he's over there. Yeah. Anyway, beautiful story in that match. Great, just just fantastic storytelling with the with the Bucks coming in with the game plan and the hot start, mm-hmm. and they're just they're they're gonna fucking even the series, and they're all it's great. And the, and the way the dynamite opened with the NBA on NBC theme, it was just pass me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball, <laughs> little Will Forte shout out. We're sharing old SNL skits. I, I think I think the Will Forte, Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis might be my favorite cast. Yeah, even though I grew up on the Will Ferrell, right, and uh, that the, ilk, Chris Kattan, Chris Kattan. Yeah, right, sure. Because I just think their their humor is very off kilter. Yeah. There's some really some classic sketches, uh, that one being one of them, if you've never... The one I shared with you yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one, too. <laughs> Liza Minnelli tries to turn off a lamp. Oh, who's going to turn off the, the, the fucking jazz music? So good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's not what we're here to talk about. All right, about. who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, good question. I have an answer for you. Do you? Later on, that same dynamite. Yeah. Man, Chris Jericho is pissed. He lost that belt, which we didn't see coming. Yeah, he know. He lost, and he's like, and I got this fucking jobber match later. Yeah, yeah. But then that jobber match happened. Yeah. And it was the best jobber match of all time. So good. And my favorite wrestler, I don't even have to look down, is Action Andretti. Because I don't even know his full name yet. No. Because that motherfucker dodged. He did what you love. He dodged the Judas. He didn't he take it and kick out. It. He dodged yep. it. But he did kick out of everything else Chris was throwing at him, and then he won the fucking match. Yeah. That moment when he kicked out of the code breaker was so good. Yeah, and the everybody, crowd, everybody and the went Dallas like, was like, hell yes. What the fuck is going on? So apparently he was on Dark, Dark Elevation a few weeks ago, yeah. wrestling QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. QT beat him. Mm-hmm. But Jericho watched the match and was like, I want to wrestle out. This is, I want to push him to the moon. This guy's great. So, That's great. Action Andretti. It's a good name, too. It is. It's a good name. Um, he had good tights, good silver and blue and white tights, I think, as well. Or maybe just white and blue. Yeah, so Action Andretti. I hope great. to see more of him. And they great signed pick. him. He signed, so. Well, shit, I hope he got signed if Chris Jericho fucking puts you over. I wonder. I'm wondering about, like, there's a lot of belts in AEW. There's a lot now. Do they need a cruiserweight belt? No. They don't need a cruiserweight belt because everybody's a cruiserweight. Like 70% of the roster are cruiserweights. I suppose. God, did you watch Rampage? Yeah. That Joe promo? King of television? Yeah. I'm loving Joe right now. Samoa Joe, because he is the king of television. I like to say that I called it and he read my mind and then he started calling himself He started calling himself king of television. It's very mm-hmm. good. Um, Gotta love uh, Dan Housen also faking a low blow after oh, orange yeah. fakes a low blow oh yeah they really that match was so fun like i said everything was happening but it all happened perfectly yeah and then the fact that you had everything bunny and and uh penelope got brother tricked brother, brother they were brother, kicked out brother brother they got tricked and they got kicked out of that match brother uh where were we that was favorite wrestler action andretti and nick jackson good picks good pick real good picks this week solid Good for us. Good, I think so. Happy Missile Swole. We're bringing it. We're bringing it real on Missile Swole. Uh, and oh, actually, I've got a, a little uh, Missile Swole's themed uh, second question for you. Okay. Yes, I've got two for you this week. Okay. Are they? One is missile. One is for the swole. One is standard shit house submission. Okay, I have one, which is sure. 
missile swole related. Yeah, I can make I can talk it talk it into that. Okay, I think what I'll do <laughs> I'll give you the the standard is it shit house submission here first. This actually comes our way from a friend of the program and also my true love Stacy, who was kind enough to show this to me. So this is this is Mike Shithouses these days. It's just he and Stacy lying in bed. Not old. Not, but, <laughs> and you get I mean, shown a, okay, all right, a fair amount. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Does it require a lot of effort on my part? I'll let you decide. I'm not going to answer that question for you. Okay, so this is um, this is Tactical Grandma. I think this is a Grandma Gamer. Am I am I guessing correctly? Tactical Grandma looks like it could be. Uh, so the caption says, which is always very hard to read on TikTok because there's so much stuff going on. Um, Tired of the go make me a sandwich bitch comments. So this is how I handled it. And then this is uh, when a uh, opponent or a teammate even knows you're female. And knows you're a female and tells you to make a sandwich? Do this. Oh yeah, this is good. Yeah, 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 it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So I've seen that video, oh, but okay. just the video. Mm. I did not know it was the grandma, which is even better. Mm-hmm. Because we all know this is just this is facts. Yeah, we get older, our response time dims a yeah. bit. Yeah. So being in a responsive game like this, and then fucking keeps owning you, the keeps youths you sh- keeps you sharp. Keeps you sharp. That's why I play games to stay sharp. Imagine if I didn't play games, how broken my brain would be, Mike. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's that, that could be the source of your longevity. That's, I mean, the you got to hyperfixate on something or the brain's just going to float away. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so anyway, when that the enemy shithouse. knows that you're a female and tells you to make them a sandwich. Very shithouse. There's another, uh, a woman I follow who who is a professional audio recorder. Audio recorder. What am I saying? What is this? She like records commercials, audio, yeah, voiceover, like, like voiceover. <laughs> there, that's what I have to get to. But she's got an amazing professional audio recorder. <laughs> but she's got an amazing microphone setup. It sounds so good. She also has the voice she uses is like the uh, MapQuest or like Spotify, uh-huh. like commercial voice that is kind of sensual a bit. Mm, and so yeah. when she's talking to other people in, in a in a game together, like, whoa, what, brother? Because they're like, what are you doing? To my ears, why is your voice so good? And then these are with her teammates, though. So she flirts with all the teammates. It's great. Very shit house, though. Great. What? Let me see. What is yours? So Christmas comes once a year. Okay. Sure. Well, it depends on kind of like whether you carry it in your heart all year round, I suppose. But yes, that's true. Because you know me, I'm a big Christ head. Me. Okay, yeah, Christmas all year round. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, You said Christmas comes once a year. Oh, right, Christmas, so it comes once a year, um, and I love it. And, you know, we used to believe in Santa, usually. Everyone did, right? Everyone in the world. Yeah, we We all, everyone did. We're all the kids, Macho Man Everyone believed in Caucasian Santa. So, so what do you do when you go to bed the night before Christmas? Yeah, you leave Caucasian Santa um a wonder bread fried peanut butter and banana sandwich yeah and a glass of milk sweet tea sweet tea and milk milk yeah no cookies and milk you put out cookies and milk for tim allen so i'm lactose intolerant myself Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of subsided as i've grown up but i definitely was shitting my pants every time i touched any dairy as a kid yeah 
Anyway, so this video I'm about to show you on TikTok. Let's presume that this kid is like me as a kid. Okay. Like drank us. a bunch of milk. Yeah, right. Went to bed night before Christmas waiting for Santa. And that's where the video will start. So that's oh. how it's missile swole related. Oh, God. This needs audio. It's another TikTok, of course. Did I text it to you? I don't know if you I did. did. Yeah. Okay, okay, here it is. There we go. This is TikTok. I'm opening it now. Okay, this is from I am Susan Bennett, Pay Pig. <laughs> okay, here we go. Susan Bennett. Here we go. I'm really sad. Pardon. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> okay, so Susan Bennett says, I'm really sad. Pardon. <laughs> Good night. You just play that over and over if you want. Okay. <laughs> so they're going to bed for what? I've never heard that second noise. I mean, she's just clearing. She's clearing her throat. That's not oh, a second part. Okay. I've never. I thought maybe it was another video that I had sent you. But so. <laughs> so yeah. I just know that. Listen, we've admitted we're not a highbrow show. No. But there's something so innately funny about the release of air yeah from our bodies from the butt from the tush yeah and that one in particular is so bassy oh yeah 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 no, it's, it's like a boat yeah leaving a harbor. <laughs> yeah that one was not restricted in any way so <laughs> that was a that came with that came forth with a confidence and a zeal rarely seen i think how do you feel about the pardon after <laughs> I love it. It's so calm and measured and also just like like totally uh totally expectant. <laughs> like there's no there's no pretense <laughs> as to whether uh there's any kind of shame or anything. Do you think the pay pig who is in the video, according to the caption? Yeah. <laughs> What's a pay pig? A pay pig is what I am for the mad dog pog on on pod on Patreon. I pay the highest tier. Well a pay pig kind of is like a like a like a sugar daddy, a sugar mama. They're gonna pay for everything. Copy. Okay. Yeah. Or like, let's say, uh, in the sex work trade on an OnlyFans. Yeah. I'm really digging that performer. Yeah. I'm gonna go their highest tier. Highest tier. You're you, I will pick. give you whatever if you show me whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. A pay yeah. Pick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on Patreon specifically with the Man Dog Pod, they said we're your pay pigs. We'll do whatever you want. We'll we'll let you spit in our mouths if you want. Which is very funny. Anyway, um, the setup for that kind of video. Do you think it was planned? Like, yeah. The bubble guts were felt? Yeah. I was like, I can do something with this. Yeah, this person knew. Okay. They knew what they had, for sure. <laughs> what they had? They knew, they knew what was brewing. They hoped they knew what they had, because if they got oh, it wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no risk, no reward. You know? <laughs> trying, to, trying to parse that together with that. If you're, What's the reward? The the comedy video, the comedy so. that you've created. I guess so. Maybe but this. you know, like most great comedy, you have to be willing to risk shitting your pants. <laughs> you gotta risk it in all. Order, you gotta <laughs> risk it all in order to to find the the high art. Oh, so it's shit house. Yeah, well, shit house. Air house. No, no shit involved in that one. All right, here we go. This is my second one, and Merry one Christmas. Like, Merry Christmas. Is this uh, <laughs> this one? It would be like Swole House, probably. Do you do you think my setup for why that video was relevant on Missile Swole was appropriate in a fit? Like it was a Christmas. They were ready. For Christmas yeah, I mean, movies. I feel like you retconned your way into a Missile Swole themed <laughs> shit house right there. So sure, too. I think so too. All right, I'm gonna send you a very a very gaudy link here. You're going to hate me. Okay, so in natural Mike 
shithouse fashion. This shithouse comes from Target.com. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's from Target.com. <laughs> yeah. I already saw what it is, but let me read the headline. Yeah. Kraft Mac and Cheese. How do you pronounce... Is it... Is this... Is Dagupage. How do you... Dagupage? Yeah. D-E-C-O-U-P-A-H. Yeah, Dagupage. 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 You don't know. You're just trying to... No, it's Dagupage. Like yeah, I'm pretty sure right I know. I'm pretty sure I know. It's Kraft Mac and Cheese Dagupage. <laughs> Christmas tree ornament. So it's just an ornament. That's a, you know, your little individual singles cups. Mm-hmm. This one is overflowing with mac and cheese, though. Spewing. If you cheese. would never get in this situation with that cup because <laughs> they don't give you nearly that much. This rules, though, because it can go on any tree. Yeah. I could. That could be like we could carve a little hole in the bottom of it and make it your star mm-hmm. on top Ooh. of the tree. You know? Put it, even put like, like imagine if that light would light up that mac and cheese. The yellow light would light up the cheese mm, part. Yeah, that's nice. Hallmark right now has a bunch of super like Super Nintendo console ornaments this year. They're really nice looking. They have little controls on the side. I almost bought one for that tree specifically. Really? But I didn't. Wow. But it's shit house, and this one also is shit house. Three fifty. I was at Target yesterday. I should go to the Christmas aisle and see if they got it. See if they got something over Target.com for $3.50. My God. Speaking of Target, this is shithouse. Okay. It's very shithouse. Did you find this or did Stacy? I found it. That's all me. I'm so proud of you. How did you get to this? Yeah, pretty. uh, How did you get to Target.com? I have my ways. I have my methods. I need to know the method. You know, I was just, I was out there looking for interesting uh, Christmas ornaments for uh, the tree that I you know so generously uh well so, oh, okay so as you know the expedition to like get the tree kind of turned you know we didn't end up with the same tree right now Bo is throwing on the coolest windbreaker in the world the reason i uh brought up target again is because yeah is this too big i can't tell i need you to like this unzipped it seems cute unzipped unzipped it's uh, unzipped it's okay it looks pretty good zip it up I think you're. I think you're all right. Okay. Should I keep it then? Because it looks fine with pants. But when I was showing you on the mirror with my workout pants, it looked goofy. Yeah. Still, I would prefer it to be here, but I think the medium will probably be here. Well, here's the here's the good thing is that you can go back to Target, and I know that you will, because you go there all the time. You basically live at Target, and you can try on a medium and see sometimes if, Mike, it, if it's constricting. Sometimes you go to Target with mm. the intent to get a humidifier, because I don't know if you notice it. It's very dry in here. The heater's off, so it's not as dry right now. No, I haven't noticed, but I believe you. Um, so sometimes you go, and you go for a humidifier, and you come home with a whole new sheet set for sizes of beds you don't own. <laughs> so that's what happened yesterday with Target. Yeah. So I did have to make two... Target trips, but I don't go that often. Well, here's the thing. I, I like to walk around. I, I think that if you kept the large, you'd be fine. It looks good. But do I think there's a possibility that maybe the medium fits you better? Yeah. Picture I think there's this. also a possibility that the medium is too yeah. small. So you just got it. Again, it's risk reward thing. I'm picturing the medium, right? Zipped up. Yeah. Fanny pack. Mm-hmm. So it kind of hangs out, like sitting rests on top of the fanny yeah. pack. That's going to go over the fanny pack. Right. Big time. Yeah, big time. And even if it does it in the front, it will in the back. And that's a goofy look. When you got your fanny pack up and then your shirt goes back over your butt. It's all, mm. It's got to be all above. 
Right. Or nothing. Listen, yeah. I know fashion. Sounds like you need to go get, to get that medium then. I kept the tags on that bad boy. Okay. And we're going to the gym after this and it's... And then you're going to Target I'm after going that. To fucking Target. You're going to fucking going. Target is where you're going. And let me know if you if you happen to spot the, I will the check physical this out too. craft macaroni and cheese ornament in the uh, Christmas uh, aisle. If it's there, I'll buy it. This is online, so at most it's going to be seven bucks. What you didn't know hmm. is that that's actually your missile swole gift. Wait. Yeah. So when I pick it up, y- yep. You, that well, I knew that. Do I need to get my name? I knew that you would love that and that you would want to go buy it. Did you reserve it at the store close to the gym? No. So how do they? Do I give my name? Like they have it hold for me? You paid for it already? Or? No, not in so many words. But I, it's more the spirit of like uh, the gift is me turning you on to the fact that this exists. Mm. The gift really sounds like NXT tickets. That's what it sounds like in this tournament, I gotta pay for. Oh yeah, <laughs> we yeah. haven't said that, have we? We're going to NXT. We're going to AEW. What the fuck is NXT? Uh, that's a different thing. That's also anymore. wrestling related. They don't come here anymore. They don't come here anymore. They don't come anywhere anymore. They don't tour anymore, do they? Yeah, once they went 2.0, they're like, this is definitely all developmental now, so we don't go anywhere. Mm. Weird. Um, yeah, I'll let you know later on today if that if that if I can pick one of those up. Wonderful. For my gift. If I go return that, I'll be like, hey, they also have a craft ornament being held for Bo, I think is what they said. We'll be so I confused. called them up and told them, make sure that if a guy named Bo comes by mm-hmm. and asks where they are, on the shelf that you tell him okay. where they are. So that's basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to swipe my card to get the. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, oh yeah, I'll do that later today. Um, we got a great show, I think for missile swole. Yeah, we sure do. The fire's still going. Um, I know the last three years we've burned down every shit house we've lived in with this fucking episode, but this year we'll stop the fire this will be different yeah this will be different uh typically because the matches we watch on missile swole put us to sleep because they're usually all bad (laughs) because there's never a good usually pretty bad so i have one match for you okay i also have one match for you i need you to your reaction to the match uh what it is though what the name of it is on mic okay and then i'll introduce the actual match okay (laughs) (laughs) what are you what did i just queue up i skipped all the preamble in it Thank you. So what I queue up for us to watch real quick, real quick. Bo is kind enough to queue up the Christmas creature versus Trey Keller. I know you're, you're asking on yourself. You, on YouTube for for us. Apparently there's another Christmas creature match. You're asking yourself, is there? And I tell you, there is not. Because, sir, this is the same match. We're just going to watch it again. And this is now a missile swole tradition. God damn it. So, but I skipped the preamble. Oh so everyone, go to the Twitter, go to our Twitter at Tope Suicida Pod. I know we just slammed on Twitter, but right now it's the only place to get these shit houses. Um, and uh, I'll link to this. Skip two minutes and 30 seconds in. It's only four minutes. Here we go. Here Christmas we, creature. Okay. Christmas creature versus Trey Keller. It's a holiday tradition. And we'll watch that in a bit. But my actual match that I have for you. We're going to watch all these together, so we're not going to yep. watch this yet. Okay. The actual match I have for you, though, uh, is a Goldberg match. <laughs> because Mike <laughs> and I talked in the gym. We're like, we do Missile Swole. Should we do a Hanukkah-themed episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, will we just watch Goldberg matches because he's a famously Jewish wrestler. Yeah. And Mike chuckled, yeah, we should. And I said, and I took that to heart. Great. So now I'm going to bring you Goldberg matches every Missile Swole mm-hmm. in case we don't do a Hanukkah episode. Yeah. Now you're getting this. So this year, 
We're watching Goldberg versus Meng from January 31st, 1998. Oh, my God. Wow. It's Nitro. Lo- yeah, I think it's the longest Goldberg match I could find. It's nine minutes. Wow. Okay. So we're going to watch that. <clears throat> That's going to be fun. We hope you all watch it, too, because it's on YouTube. It's on the network, too, but just go to the YouTube link. What do you have for me? Okay, I actually have a wrestling match for you. Well, I have Goldberg versus Mang and the Christmas Creature versus Terry Keller. <laughs> so I have two, in fact, wrestling matches. Let me pull mine up. Is yours Christmas focused? It kind of is. It is, I believe, In Your House 5. This is December, I think, 17th, 1995. This is In Your House Beware of Dog. Did they start In Your House in like 89? No, no. In Your House was started in 94, I think. I mean, they, they, In Your House was designed to be the pay-per-views in between the big four. Well, I know, I know, I know. But So, were they still marketed as In Your House? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many... But how many a year do they do? Like, they, if, this, if this was five... I think they, like they did it to start probably like three or four a year. Okay. Okay. It's exciting because in January, we're going to see Battle of the Belts 5 at NXT. You're a moron. <laughs> I'm chuckling to myself. <laughs> December 17th, 1995 at the Hershey Park Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania. The British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Okay. That rotten scoundrel mm-hmm. aided by one Jim Cornette. Great. And his brother-in-law, Owen Hart. Okay. He would take on Brett Hitman Hart for the WWF title in the main event. This is also pertinent because we're right about here in our Monday Night Fight Bite series. We've just passed this, and in fact... Oh, right, we did. We, in the next episode, we might get to watch highlights of this match. Interesting. So it is a uh, December 17th, 1995 match. It's the closest you can really get to Christmas uh, with the new generation WWF. And this is a rematch of their Intercontinental title match at SummerSlam 92. And it is arguably... Just as fucking good. On Peacock, yeah. You'll find it on the WWE Peacock. And actually, I think you can also find this in its entirety on YouTube as well. And I bet if you want to go nuts, if you're listening to this right as we go into Christmas, I bet if you go onto the WWE Peacock, I bet they have some weird Christmas wrestling highlights you can watch of some bullshit over the years. If you really want to get yeah, festive. If you really do, but honestly, I don't think you'll need to because we've got the Christmas creature. Yeah, we have too. this for you yeah. linked on our Twitter. So just watch that. All right, we're going to watch them, come back, talk about them, do all the fun stuff. Wow. 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 Let's, uh,. Let's talk about, before we talk about what you want to talk about, let's talk about what I showed you first, and that was yeah. the same Christmas creature thing we same already Christ- watched. Yeah, it was the Christmas creature match. That one was also really good. Yeah. And actually, we stayed for the promo afterward. Yeah. Which we might have done two years ago as well. It's po- it's very possible. Because it led us to a video that apparently we had already watched, because yeah, the would, red bar was yeah, full. Yeah, it would seem that we've already watched it. But uh, Jerry the King Lawler versus Christmas creature. Yeah. Jerry wasn't too happy about the Christmas creature he wasn't you know, coming out there, and uh, honestly, that might have been um, that might have been going on uh, at the. So, no, it wasn't. It was a couple. It was at least it was at least a year earlier, at least because at this point, Isaac Yankum is in the WWF. It is wild what a year difference will, is, though. It would be really funny if this if this Brett Bulldog match happened at the same time. As well, because the they feel like match. they feel like fifteen years apart. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. One of them, some two guys are flying a spaceship, and the other one is it's two a guys fever dream staring at a wall. Just the just, blurriest fever just dream, throwing mud in one sixty p or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yep. It's just like they didn't have access to the cameras that the WWE was or F was using at the time. No, they also didn't. Clearly, did not have access to the talent. <laughs> Well, yeah, Jerry. They got his weirder self later on. Yeah, we were just talking about puppies. It's code. No, I got it. I <laughs> remember. I, I I remember for sure. Um, Christmas so creature. We saw that. Yep. Um I propose that if we ever do a wrestling Christmas thing, that you and I should get someone to help us make, or we can try from scratch ourselves. Uh, Christmas creature outfits. Yeah, the whole. Green jumpsuit. Definitely. With, uh, what's that, tinsel? tinsel? Tinsel all over the place. Yeah, candy cane stripes. The Just whole a nine. big barf of Hallmark store shit all over you. I'll go, candy I'll, cane boots look cool, though. I'll just go as a, a can of almond roca. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so that was the Christmas creature. That's a new tradition. We're going to watch that every year. Ferrero Rocher. Forever. You can be my partner. Yeah, you can be a shiny Rocher. chocolate, yeah. golden, delicious. <laughs> it sounds fancy, but it's sold at I Walmart. I just look like chocolate. a cat turd. <laughs> <laughs> um we moved on to my actual match which was <laughs> i love that that was your actual match so so, oh so goldberg versus mag this is a new tradition the, oh, these are the two january traditions. of 98 on wcw saturday night these are two traditions i'm bringing to mizzle swole now oh, is God. christmas creature we will revisit it <laughs> see if we change our minds yeah um and then a goldberg match great um wow, wow. And this one I heard – so the, the the information in my head that got me to this match was I typed in Goldberg in YouTube, and the longest of the matches I found I chose, and that was Meng. And I recall when I saw Meng, I was like, I've heard about this match. And during the match, I'm like, I think this is supposed to be a really good match. Yeah. And that's why I've heard of it. Yeah, that wasn't why. That wasn't something why. happened, yeah. and we realized why I had heard of it. Yeah. You know, it was crippled. It was two, two people. Two people were almost paralyzed. <laughs> uh, he dropped uh, Mang on his head. One of yeah. the scariest motherfuckers on the planet. He's dropped him on his head. It was. It was uh, that one. That one was uh, an unfortunate event. That one. I mean, it, granted, you know. It, you got jumps at you into your arms. You got to make sure you don't drop him on his head. Like no matter what happens, that's like one of the main tenets you of can't wrestling. Can't drop somebody on their head. That's right? the one thing you don't want to do. That's the one thing. One you know. okay. thing. But again, that's a three hundred pound man jumping into your arms, and everybody fucks up. And you know, yeah. uh, then <laughs> one hundred and nineteen pounds of yeah. Jimmy Hart yeah. climbed up hey! on the turnbuckle, and Bill. Grabbed him by the just, by the throat, yeah. pressed him above his head, and there were many things that he could have done with Jimmy Hart. Uh, could have done uh, the the old gorilla press mm-hmm. where he just let him go and fell f- face forward. Yep, face down. Could have done the sting, uh, Ric Flair, you know, uh, military press, where's a, a, a back bump. Could have done. Could have thrown him even out of the ring, which would have been safer than. Pressed him up and then walked forward where they fall backward behind behind you. That yep. always looks could cool. have done any really anything. Um, could have held him up there indefinitely. Uh, anything but lawn darting him head yeah. first into the canvas. But that was the what 
was chosen there. Yeah, like all all Bill, all you needed to do, same maneuver, you just need to let go a little bit sooner. Just let go a little bit sooner. Don't let your, don't let your arms go down. Just kind of let go at the top. Let him coast. Oh well, yeah. That's there's all you that. Had to do, you could do you, could, you could you could you could do that. But it was an in between. But no, if you watch when when Sting or Luger press slams Flair or really anyone, you know they they let go of the hand that's closer to the head and then they cup the back of the neck and they, they and toss let them. So, do we think this might be Jimmy's fault? No, Jimmy like didn't curl and tuck. To get that little rotation. no, no, because no? it's all it's all about putting the trajectory on somebody so that they, you know, I don't. I, I would say I would say <laughs> no <laughs> that you, when you when you're being overhead pressed by someone, it's pretty much out of your control. Hey, Bill, how I'm you end you to, up falling? Hey, Bill, I'm gonna need you to guide me in. Bill, guide me in. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! <laughs> Baby, my next brother. shoot. Okay, so anyway, um, so two people were almost paralyzed. And then we moved on to In Your House, uh, December 17th, In Your House 5, December 1995. And we so we watched, I think, a, a nine-minute match that felt like about 90. Jesus Christ, And then yeah. we watched a 29-minute match that felt like about four and a half. Yeah, it was great. Um, I liked in the, the, the entire match, the picture-in-picture picture with, with, I forgot her Diana. name. Diana. Diana. Yeah. Um, it's on the edge of her seat. Doesn't know. Confliction. Lots of confliction? Is that yeah. a word? Confl- Conflict. Sure. It can be today. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, lots I've of confliction. I've earned it. Uh, she had a tear one time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Single tear. How long? Down. That was about 20 minutes in. Yeah. You think she was trying to get that out for about 20 minutes? Probably. Probably just, just <laughs> gritting her teeth, trying to Tom Cruise that tear out. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Bulldog also fell directly on his head, but it was more of his doing. Uh, that, I don't... Yeah, you can't... I mean... That, that I don't even know how it worked. Like, how did he get that? Like, so he flipped. Brett, Brett did the hammer throw into the corner, and then that made Davey do a, a front flip into the into the buckle. What I'm saying, does his shoulder hit the bottom of the rope I, enough to give him a little I catapult? I think so. I think he kind of bounced off the yeah. bottom turnbuckle and then went <laughs> and landed right on his head. Now, he was only a couple inches in the air. Right. But still, it was. But we also keep in mind, though, Bulldog's neck, very thick. Very, very secure. He definitely trained his neck. Yes, he was very ready for that. Didn't have to worry about that. But no, this match is great. It had all the fun stuff. It's a bloodbath. (laughs) It was so bloody. And that happened out of nowhere. Yeah, is it uh, 15 minutes of like beautiful technical wrestling? And then boom, pushed, uh, clubbed into the steps, and suddenly everything head to toe, both guys, the ring, the referee. Everybody ringside, everybody's just covered in Brett's plasma. The audience was pretty reserved. Not quiet, but reserved up until that blood spot. And once that happened, they got hot. People are savages. They are. Monsters. We all just want that next bloodbath. When Sammy's eating off Mox's ear, I know you hated that, but I loved it. That was gnarly. (laughs) And he's just a little hungry sometimes. Sometimes blood is real good. Most of the time, actually, it's really good. Sometimes, yeah, I don't know. Blood is exactly what you need. I mean, also, like, I don't... That wasn't a match that you would expect to be this bloody brawl. Yeah, and it was on the spot, too. It just he hit his head in the steps, basically. Boom. And then it, it, the, the whole thing changed. Great story. I also liked in that match you know, three or four separate occasions where Bulldog would do a move. Yeah. And so Brett gets him back. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yep. 
pile driver or the uh, yeah the pile driver the the crotch the crotch the ropes oh, versus the outside yeah, spot. Yeah. I think uh, the superplex. I think you're right. Yeah, as well. And there's a third one, but it was just really cool that like yeah, every time one would do another, I was like, oh, I got you. I'm gonna I, get you. I got you. Also, the crowd pop when Brett attempts the figure four at the very begin at the very near the end, right the first time he attempts it, not figure four. Uh, what's his fucking sharpshooter? Oh yeah, when he because he was getting his ass kicked for like ten straight minutes. Yeah, the crowd exploded, and then Brett just rolled yeah. through and got up and tried to put on a sharpshooter. Yeah, it was everybody... almost like they did like an alligator roll together with their legs intertwined, yeah, and yeah. then he just you know I'm in it. It was sick. <laughs> this is what my dad taught me. That was aw- <laughs> it was really cool. Um, the other thing was the finish of the match was really cool, where uh, Brett probably I think the first time, maybe the only time in his career, used La, La Magistral. The rolling cradle with the arm capture and it the, looks neat. And Davy kicked out almost exactly on three. It was like three, and Davy kicked out, but it was a three count. I w- I love seeing finishes like that. Like I need, I want more finishes like that where people kick out, but they're just a second too late. I feel like that happened recently on some AEW thing we watched. I feel like it might have been like a Jade Cargill match. I think it was on the uh, Ring of Honor show. Was that it? But it was a um, it was a fuck up. But you're right. It is really fun when it happens. Yeah. Um, what year was that match in? 95. And I was in 98. Christmas Creature. No date. No. But. I bet it was 94. Probably 94. Maybe 93. But probably 94. You've heard the music. You know On what time it is. Dates. Was Macho alive? He sure was. Interesting. Was he wrestling for any of the promotions we were watching in these matches? He was. He was. Depending on the year, he would have either been wrestling for if it was a certain part of 1994, the very beginning of 1994, uh, he would have been with the WWF. Mm-hmm. 95, 98, he was with WCW. So he's he's over. He's not on the Superstation Saturday night, though. He's not there. He's not on that show. Probably not. He's no, not on that They're show. probably not saving. They're he's probably having conversations with four of their men at the end of Nitro is what he's doing. Yeah. About whether they're friends. We're watching currently yeah, that. right. And so, and then, and then, uh, what was the next date? No, backwards. Because that was the most. Yeah, December of 95, he's having conversations on Nitro. Okay, so. In 98, he is cashing checks. Big checks. Uh, so, with the, okay, with that said, we know where he is. We know where he, what he's doing. Yeah. Was he booked on these matches? He wasn't. He wasn't involved oh, in any of the matches we watched. So, shit. unfortunately. When we were scrubbing through anything, did he show up? No, we didn't see any Macho Men when we were scrubbing, okay. but we didn't scrub very slowly. It's true. You know? And also, so. half the scrubbed didn't have thumbnails yet, so we didn't even know what we were scrubbing through. Right. So, we didn't see him. We know he's alive. That's good. But I think he's disqualified from tonight's I don't think we night. can legally give him tights of the night tonight. I want to. You can hear Me it too. in my yeah, voice. Yeah, we both I really do. want to. Yeah, we both do. Everybody does. All right. Sorry, Mach. We'll... Uh, Thing people to consider though in this match, we have uh, let's go through what we saw first. Christmas creature, always a hit, yeah, sure, but it's a tr- tradition now. He's disqualified, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We he know he win it every year. If he was not disqualified, he'd win, and that he'd, sucks. He'd win, yeah, because someone else had a really good coat. We'll get to it, jacket. 
So we move on to my first map, Meg and Goldberg. Okay. Yeah, both guys basically just in black tights. <laughs> Not very. It wasn't Not very good. good. Bad. Pretty bad. bad. Even Jimmy Hart's didn't suit. Bullhorn. Even Jimmy Hart's suit was bad. <laughs> there was no. He didn't have his face on his jacket. He was. Uh, there. That was weird. Everybody was starting to mail it in. Jimmy. 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 Jimmy stopped investing in the character. No, clue. they shouldn't be mailing it in for another two years. No, they started mailing it in. Man. I think they're mailing it in for the Superstation Saturday show. <laughs> Jimmy just wore what he wore to the arena. It was like there. a green blazer. Hey, baby. No, it was a black blazer. <laughs> Whatever. And, and a green shirt. Hey. Hey. got this. Hey, baby. Left the bullhorn home. Hey, baby. Whatever, baby. I'm not on nitrous. So I just didn't bring the bullhorn. I didn't bring the bullhorn. Oh, no. My neck. Oh, no. I've been murdered. Oh, no. Oh, no. Lawn darts. Me. <laughs> okay. So, that sucked. Uh, we move on to your match. Lots of two. Not lots. There's only two people in this match. But we've already kind of. Brett's. Fa- we talked about this a few weeks ago. Brett's fallen into the same tights every time category. Which yep. is just his nature. You know? Yep. It's not anything. It's not his fault. No. He had on the primarily black. Yep. It's basically what he would wear for the last, like, seven years of his career. You know, six years of his career, whatever. And Bulldog, though. Yeah. Who sometimes doesn't look that great. Plenty of times. But this night, the pants he was fitting into. Oh, yeah. Every, Every shape was seen in that pant. Oh, yeah. And it was a good pant. And then he had this jacket that he walked to the ring in. It was the deepest V you've ever the seen. The deepest. It had a huge Union Jack on the back in his, between the shoulders. Just and the, his long boys were one big Union Jack, his yeah. tights. And then, like, huge tassels on the jacket. And then uh, it said Bulldog on the, on, the, on the collar. Yeah, yeah. And then... The big white tassels on his boots. Huge tassels. He's like the thickest leather tassels you'll ever see. Thick. Legit uh, 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 graduation gown cap. Yep, rope ropes on his around arms. his biceps, and then just the prettiest red boots you've ever seen with the immaculate. What we could tell in standard definition, the most immaculate lace job of all time. Just perfect, a stunningly beautiful lace job. And also, we got to mention that coming to the ring with Bulldog mm-hmm. was his wife Diana, who was basically kind of matching with her red and white like polka dot joint. With the red lipstick and the black yeah. jeans, and then hey, Jim hey Corn Jim Cornette with with the Santa tennis racket. I spent all night building this. His green. It's green if y'all slacks. are wondering why Clint and and Jim Cornette sound alike, it's just a no, they're not. This, they're, yeah, they were different. Absolutely coincidental. They're not based off anyone in nope. particular. Nothing. Nope. Nope. But yeah, he's like, hey, look at my Santa Claus tennis racket. I went to Mervin's and Michaels and got all these kinds of cool stencils. Tried a bunch of. Stores that start with M. I love Mervin, Michaels, and Myron, Myron Frank. Frank. Meyer. That's a store on the East Coast, I think. Really? It's like M E I E R or something. Macy Penny. Macy Penny. Millard's. Why don't you just say Macy's? <laughs> Macy's. Why don't you say Macy Penny? <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you idiot! I know. Come on, He's man. He's so stupid. So dumb. <laughs> Macy Penny's good. Um, so he looked good though. But I think Bulldog. Uh, I think it was. This was in December, right? December. Do you think? I guess yeah. Yeah, the Santa Claus is like his cornet was in green pants, red jacket, yep. white shirt. Yep. So this the Santa things. This makes it missile swole appropriate. 
So I thought you were reaching because it was in December, but no, there's Cornette makes it missile swole. Hey, December hey. 17th, you were getting... Hey, hey, yeah. Getting close to the the most sacred of holidays, you know, eight days away. Yeah, they got to record a brawl bowl for <laughs> Christmas or whatever. God. So uh, I had forgotten. I say, yeah, Bulldog gets tights of the night. Me for too. Sure. For sure. Definitely tights of the night. Congratulations, Congratulations Davey. Davey. Who lived longer? Macho, right? Davy passed before Macho, I think. Uh, yeah. Only like a few years, though. Uh, no, yeah. Da- I feel like da- no, Davy died in like the early aughts. That WCW ring, man. <laughs> Fuck you up. Put you on them painkillers. <sighs> they, they had the freaking trap door that was... Davy and Macho died the same way. Big old heart attack. Well, Macho's driving in a car and hit a tree, yeah. but still a heart attack. Yeah. Steroids are weird, kids. Don't do them. <laughs> um, and that's how we end every episode. Every missile swole. Yep. Um, and it's getting hot in here, though. The fire is really getting bigger. It's really pretty. Whew. Yeah. It's getting bigger. Just a little bit bigger. So I guess we'll wrap up. Uh, where can people find us before Twitter melts? Before Twitter melts, you'll find us on that platform at Tope Suicida Pod. You can also find us on Instagram at that same handle. If you want to find Bo, he's at Bo Rosser. On both of those, and if you want to send us an email, it's topesuicidapod at gmail.com. Let us know how your holidays are going and what shithouse in your life. It's time to end the show, which means it's time to do the Wrestling Is Vacation. It's how we end every show, and it's how we're going to end this one. So, Bo, yeah. Missile Swole 2022. We've done a few of these. Now, we've. We, I feel like we've really found our footing. This is probably the best Missile Swole episode we've ever done. And the fire is raging. It is fucking hot. It is almost out of control. I'm sort of scanning the room for a fire Yeah, Yeah, well, while to... Mike was kind of talking there, I, I put some water on the fire, and it actually made it a little bit bigger. So I don't, yeah, know. I don't know what that... I don't know that that was water. Might have been gin. Who knows to say? What I have to ask you is... Missile Soul 2022. Yes. What is wrestling? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm so glad you asked. Wrestling is that sad but hopeful Christmas tree. You know? It's small. Yeah. It's what? I think two and a half feet is what it was bought at. With just the dopiest, derpiest lights. Yeah. It's kind of like a Christmas creature. A little bit. I just need to get some googly eyes on it. That's a good idea. It looked like a car. <laughs> Put some wheels on that tree. Some wheels on that tree. Some googly eyes. A little kachow lightning bolt on the side. Some dual exhaust. A little ornament that says, I heart radiator friend. <laughs> Look just like a car. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I bought this ornament at Macy Penny. <laughs> Carsey Penny. Oh, wrestling no. is giggles. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Mike, baby. <laughs> Mike, baby. Hey, Mike, baby. Tell me, baby. Tell me, Mike, baby. What's the wrestling here, at Missile Swole twenty twenty two, baby? If you will. <laughs> All right. Today, Missile Swole twenty twenty two wrestling is a candy cane. Mm. And you remember when you would eat a candy cane? Yeah. And number one. They were good. People that don't like candy canes can fuck. Fuck the haters. They're delicious. Candy canes are great. They clear right. your sinuses up, too. That's number one. Mm-hmm. They clear your sinuses up? So much peppermint. It's like, oh, it's like a lot. Of, okay. Number number two, great. I know you're not a milk guy, 
Candy cane is great with a glass of ice cold milk. Seems I'm just, weird. I'm just saying that. You, you, it's because you, the mint amplifies the chilliness of the cold. Yeah, well, and also you get the creaminess in the milk, and it's, it's it's really it's really nice. It's like a it's like a beautiful holiday treat. Get off my couch, go home. That's, <laughs> but that's not what I came here to say. <laughs> okay. Wrestling is when you take that candy cane, the most pure and innocent expression and symbol of Christmas spirit, mm-hmm. and you start to eat it. But how do you eat a candy cane? You suck on the end. Slow and sexy. You slowly and sexily suck on the shaft yeah. of the candy cane. Yeah. But what happens as you do that? It's sharper. Correct. Yeah. So sharp, in fact, that it could easily kill a man mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Yeah. And I don't think people talk about this enough. Once you've sharpened a candy cane mm-hmm. to its maximum sharpness... Number one, sometimes you get little like slivers in the cane that are like long, uh, like cutting edges, and you can l- just fillet yeah. your tongue. You're just like you're not paying attention. You're just wrapping it all around the shaft, and you get st- the flesh of your tongue will get stuck in stuck one. Stuck in one of those, Ooh. you're in trouble, Mister. But what? I, wrestling is the perfect murder weapon. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I agree. Before we fully finish, yeah. Someone has been staring out the window or in here from outside for about an hour and a half now. And I promised him that he's not, he might not be invited as much to do wrestler anymore, favorite wrestler, but I said he could give everyone a nice Christmas outro to the show. Give me this. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Have a nice Kwanzaa. Wherever you are, whatever you celebrate. I want you to remember one thing. You're looking at the greatest professional athlete in the world today. And when you talk about the nature boy, Ric Flair, when you talk about the NWA, I don't care if you're Hulk Hogan. I don't care if your name is Savage. I don't care if you're Sting. There's one thing you got to remember when you wake up on Christmas morning. And that's that you're looking at the man. And don't forget it. And don't. I also want to say, don't forget when you wake up on Christmas, you need to drink 10 beers. Wake up, drink 10 beers. Then get in the car. If you don't feel like you can drive, don't drive. Call a taxi. When the taxi arrives, say hello to your driver. Ask him how his Christmas is going. Then you take a ride to the airport Hilton and you go to the bar. And then you start drinking vodka. Vodka, women, Rolex watches. And then you hop in the PJ and you head to Atlantic City where you meet up with my best friend, Arn Anderson. And then we spend all day and all night at the crap tables. And then it's time for all those beautiful women to ride Space Mountain. Loldest ride, longest line. And I don't care whether you think you're the greatest or whether your jacket costs $900 or it costs $400 or if it's so cheap that I'd be ashamed to wear it when you're in the same room with the Nature Boy Jack. You're always second best. Now, I'd like to announce a very special thing here. 
at Mr. Swole. I am going to be running for Congress. I've got a lot of great ideas, and I'm going to clean up Washington. I know you've heard that before, and it was not exactly true. But when I say that I'm going to take Tope Suicido, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening. <laughs>